As you know, the holidays are called the Shalosh Regalim, the three holidays, literally the three legs, because you would take a pilgrimage up to the temple, so Regalim legs. One of them is Zman Matan Toratenu, the time when God gave us the Torah. Which one is that? Shavuot. The next one is Cherutenu, is the time of our freedom, which is? The only one that is an emotion as opposed to an action is Sukkot. Zman Simchatenu, the time of our joy. The only holiday that's described by an emotion. So why are you joyous on Sukkot? I'm not giving you the answer, but I'll give you at least a couple of answers because you would think normally what you would be on Sukkot would be exhausted. It's enough with the synagogue already, but no. In fact, you're joyous. I can see it. First of all, Zman Simchatenu, because, and this may be the original sense of it, everybody feels that they've been forgiven on Yom Kippur. So you go into Sukkot with a pure and clean soul, and that is enough for Zman Simchatenu. But there are other things. We know now from research, although all of us knew it from common sense, that being in nature makes you happy. And Sukkot is the most nature-oriented of the major holidays, right? There are all these studies that the more you spend time with trees and in nature, the happier you are, um, all other things being equal. And third, it is the only holiday on which Jews build something. And to actually see the product of your hands is also something that makes us happy, right? Once it is done, it's a beautiful thing. The only analogy that I can really think of is if you're the one who makes the Seder meal, it's an enormous amount of work. But to see that meal there and to see the Seder plate makes you happy because you put a lot of work into something and there it is. So you build a sukkah and there it is. But I wanna add one more criterion of joy that really just occurred to me recently, which is of all the holidays, well, two more criteria, one an old one and the other a new one, but they're related. The old one is, it is only, it's one of very few mitzvot. The only other one that comes to mind is the mikveh that you do with your entire body. All of you goes into the sukkah. So that also is a feeling of joy because you get to be entirely embraced in the mitzvah. And then it is the only celebration in the Jewish tradition that isn't exactly a reenactment it is an actual redoing, right? When you receive the Torah, you're not receiving it at Mount Sinai as our ancestors received the Torah. But if you dwell in a booth, you're dwelling in a booth. Maybe not at, in the desert, but you're 
still doing exactly what you're describing our ancestors as having done, which is a joyous thing. Remember, we spoke about on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, something that Rabbi Rotenberg had mentioned last year, which is that in listening to the shofar, you're hearing the same sound as thousands of years ago. Well, here you're doing the same thing. That is, you're dwelling in a temporary booth. And that's an amazing thing. And maybe that's why bringing the Ushpizin in happens on Sukkot. Why do you bring our ancestors in on Sukkot and not on Pesach? In part, maybe because you're actually doing what they did. You're dwelling in a Sukkah the same way our ancestors did. So there's nature, there's building, there's dwelling in a Sukkah, there's being fully embraced in the mitzvah, and there's the sense of having been forgiven on Yom Kippur. All of that together is a cause of joy, together with the last cause of joy, which is that the rabbis are exhausted, so they give short sermons. Chag Sameach.